in this bulletin, Kiev comes under sustained attack by kamikaze drones. Anthony Albanese warns flood conditions will get worse. And in sport, Brazilian football star Neymar faces fraud charges in court. With the latest SBS News and Sport, I'm Adam Lee. Russia has launched a series of attacks on Ukraine with what appears to be kamikaze drones crashing into a residential building in Kiev and damaging infrastructure around the country. At least eight people have died, four in the country's capital and four in the Sumy region, with attacks also reported in Dnipro. The attacks have cut off electricity in hundreds of towns and villages while rescue authorities work to retrieve civilians from the wreckage. Kiev Mayor Vitaly Kitschko says the planes deliberately targeted the innocent. They destroyed our country. They destroyed our hometown. They, they killed civilians right now. And uh, we see the everyday stereotype. It's true. It's the true face of this war. As uh, Russians uh, do it, the Russians need Ukrainians without Ukrainians. And that's why they killed civilian people. Meanwhile, a military aircraft has crashed into an apartment block in a residential area of the southern Russian town of Yesk. At least three people have been killed and several more injured. Russian officials say the fighter bomber was on a training flight when one of its engines caught fire. Authorities are warning the situation in flooded areas remain very dangerous, with more rain expected later this week. Victoria is the worst affected state, with some towns experiencing the highest river peaks in decades. Evacuation orders are in place for Achuka and other towns along the Murray River, with a too-late-to-leave alert for Shepparton, Marupna, Orville and Murchison. A group of Sikh volunteers have travelled to regional Victoria to help victims of the devastating floodwaters. They're part of Sikh Volunteers Australia, a registered charity and non-profit organisation focusing on reducing distress in the community by providing free food to disadvantaged individuals and families. Volunteers drive to vulnerable areas in their free food van and free takeaway food kitchen where they provide vegetarian food and drinking water. Jaswinder Singh, a member of the charity, says helping others is part of the Sikh culture. We have three basic fundamental principles on which we live our life. And the third one is called Wandachako. It means share whatever we have with everyone else. And that's exactly what we are following here, that principle of Wandachako. The new UK Treasury Chief, Jeremy Hunt, says the government will be rolling back on almost all of the tax measures announced three weeks ago. As politicians return to Parliament for the start of a new week, many are wondering how long Prime Minister Liz Truss can survive, with some calling for her to go. Ms Truss is expected to meet lawmakers in a bid to win them over. 80-year-old retiree Ernest Lee says the Conservative Party is in a terrible mess. I think the Conservative Party as a whole have got to do a big rethink, not only for the country, but for the Conservative Party as well. They're in a terrible mess. I, I don't know quite what's gone wrong. It's, uh, it's, it's terrifying. Where, where are we going? I mean, we're now a third world country in all matters. In politics, in wealth, in health, our old people, you know, the NHS. It's all going downhill too fast. It's got to stop. Somebody's got to go in, be firm, make some good judgments and get the whole thing working. 
Authorities say the death toll from a suspicious fire that burned through part of Iran's notorious Evin prison has raised to at least eight prisoners killed. What happened on Saturday night at the prison, which houses both inmates convicted on criminal charges and political prisoners held by the country's competing intelligence arms, remains unclear. But online videos purport to show chaotic scenes with a prison siren wailing as flames rise from the complex, the apparent crackle of gunfire and people screaming death to the dictator. The fire erupted as nationwide anti-government protests triggered by the death of a young woman after being detained by the country's morality police entered a fifth week. Iranians continue to rally against the government and the mandatory headscarf for women after the death of Masa Amini. At the 20th National Congress of the Chinese Communist Party, Chinese President Xi Jinping has praised his country striving for peace for humanity. Mr Xi is widely expected to win a third leadership term at the conclusion of the week-long Congress. That would make him the most powerful leader of the Communist Party since Chairman Mao Zedong. Former Australian Prime Minister Kevin Rudd called Mr Xi a Leninist, referencing former Soviet Communist leader Vladimir Lenin. It's important for us all to take out the rubber stamp because uh, the bottom line is, despite the headwinds you've just referred to, particularly in the slowing of the economy, also COVID's social and economic impact, and the external, shall I say, missteps, uh, Xi Jinping's Leninist control of the party is very, very strong. The sport and Brazilian football player Neymar has arrived for a trial in Spain to determine whether he and others committed fraud when he joined Barcelona from Santos back in 2013. Neymar, his father and the former leaderships of both Barcelona and the Brazilian club Santos face charges of fraud and unfair competition. They're accused of hiding the real cost of his transfer with the goal of not paying money that DIS, a private Brazilian company, says it's owed as the rightful owners of 40% of Neymar's player rights. DIS is asking for Neymar, his father, and former Barcelona executive Sandro Rossell and Josep Bartomeu to be jailed for five years. The trial is expected to last until the end of October with the World Cup opening on November the 20th in Qatar. And that's the latest SBS News and Sport. I'm Alan Lennon.